So Giancarlo, first customer less than 45 days ago, he got five today at 200 bucks a month, about $1,000 a month in revenue today. Is that accurate? That's right. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey, folks. My guest today is Giancarlo DeLeo. He's an entrepreneur and seasoned technology entrepreneur, I should say, an investor who's been successful in building companies and products across many different industries. With over 20 years of experience in building, he's had C, uh, C, has held C-suite level roles, acted as an advisor and an investor. And his highlights include co-founding Vital Hub and CareKit Health, and now Trust Chain Global, the first end-to-end transaction platform for commodities. Giancarlo, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, definitely. All right. So just to be clear, is the Web3 technology on blockchain or is it a SaaS play? It's uh, it's starting off as a, it started off as a SaaS play, and we're moving into the Web three um, technology play as well. Okay, and when did you get going? When what year was the first line of code written? Uh, so we started in September of twenty twenty one. Okay, twenty. Okay, well, you didn't spend much time as a SaaS company then, if you're already transitioning out of that, huh? Well, no, that's right. So we um, we started off as a, as a SaaS play, um, thinking that you know we're going to do a bunch of services that would be great for people in the commodities industry and realizing that um, it needs to grow into that and it needs to, need to change the platform really quickly after um, cu- customer discovery uh, and going through um, some pilots and tests and tests. And we, we moved from just providing certain key services and features like um, KYCs and AML checks to actually going full blown out to providing the full end-to-end solution and adding our own escrow and paymaster pay services underlining the whole, the entire platform. Mm-hmm. But you can do that as a SaaS company. Why decide to go to Web3? Uh, we're, we're looking at Web3 because of the uh, blockchain part of the transparency. The whole the whole is- issue in, the, in this space that we're dealing with is transparency, fraud, uh, inefficiencies, and things like that. And so I'll use a quick example for you. Um, everyone knows about the PPE industry. You know, COVID came, PPE industry became a massive commodity play. Um, in a very, very short time, it's already it's already grown into, um, you know, multi-billion dollar um, commodity out there. But the biggest issue that's happened with this is exposed a lot of issues with the process of way people have been doing businesses and transparency and fraud. And the title ownership of a lot or something that's being held and how that and how that needs to be transferred over and provided to a buyer after that they purchased it. There's a lot of like proxy and resellers out there who actually don't own the titles and the ownership until that title owner comes at the end. And um, it's all done very inefficiently, but it, it moving into a web 3.0 blockchain kind of model, then the ownership and the title will move very easily over that and it'd be tracked properly and it would be done in a digital manner versus the way that happens now. Okay. And so help me understand some customers that are already paying you to use this, or are you guys pre-revenue right now? Uh, we just, we just signed our first set of customers and we're, we have revenue booked on the books. You have what? A revenue booked on the books. Okay. But any, any of that revenue actually being realized, or do you have paying customers that have already paid for a month of access or something like that? Yeah, we have a couple right now that have already started uh, paying for uh, a month of access. So tell me, tell me those stories. What are they paying for, and like, what are some of the industries using you? So there, so we have a copper deal 
So someone buying precious metals and they're using, they're using our platform for the very first part is due diligence. So our platform does uh, KYC, know your client and AML checks on people. So a seller comes to our platform and says, Hey, I've got, um, I've got this copper lot that I want to sell. So I've got five tons of copper that I want to sell. Um, I go onto our platform. We verify that the seller is real. We say that's a real person. We do a verification on their company. That's great. And then they have the ability to, then they pay, right? So they sign up with their credit card and then they have monthly fees. And basically what they do is they get to uh, create their SOP, standard operating process, their workflow of how they want their deal to be completed. And they go out there and they promote just like they do with the broker channel. A buyer comes in and then they're paying this on the monthly fee. They get access to all these tools that allow them to do exactly what we just did with them, which was buyer comes in. I can check, do due diligence on them, know if they're a real buyer, uh, anti-money laundry. Are there any issues? Do they have any fraud or cases around them? Um, what's their ranking out there in the world? Like, are they a legitimate business owner or, or a person operator out there? And then they go through our process of actually doing the deal, like, you know, um, signing, we have e-signing built in. So signing your NDAs, signing proper documents, uploading your bank statements, which, and things like that, that we can verify um, all of that kind of stuff. So they go through that entire process and our monthly fee allows them to manage the deal and, and do due diligence and do all of those. Understood. Kind of Understood. Yeah. And so what are they paying on average to use that? All the things you just described. So right now that's $199 a month that they, they use to do that. And then our second revenue model is on the our escrow and paymaster services. But current more. customers today on average are paying 200 bucks a month to use the technology. That's right. Yes. Okay, got it. Got it. And so what month did you sign up your first customer? Was that just in February? That was just in February, yeah. Okay, got it. And so how many customers now today? A couple, four or five? We have five customers in total right now. Five. Okay. And and so how have you found them, right? The the precious metal example, where did you find that customer? Well, so our uh, a few of us that have joined the company, like myself, I've been uh, doing the commodities uh, trading. Wait, are you a founder? I'm a founder. Okay, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm my partner, Katrin, and myself are the two founders of the company. And so my background, the last um, 18 plus months, I got into commodities. And so the first of the customers that we have are through uh, our internal network. And then we've now been outward, like uh, one of the customers that we just signed on, which is full spectrum testing was a proper full sale, which was, we went out, we, we prospected them, we found them, went through the entire process, pitched them on the concept of the platform, what you get to do, why it's a good idea. And so that was the one that we recently just press released on. And that was like a full prospect. The re- the, the customers that we have right now, the, the first set, like the copper deals, an example, have been through our internal network that we've been able to do one-to-one relationships on that we brought in very quickly into this. The, system. the one you just ran the full process on, I mean, you can't run an outbound sales playbook at 200 bucks a month. There's not enough margin to play with the cover sales expenses. No. So why no. are you charging too little? Why are you charging so little? Because our our main our business our main business model is them using our escrow and paymaster services. That's where we are a bank where we're we're modeling on uh, that's where our main revenue is going to be coming from. Where they're act, we're actually acting as the escrow, the third party holding the money and then paying out everyone's commissions and we're making money on the fees that we're charging out. So I so I understand that, but you can't afford at two hundred bucks a month to go do the kind of outbound prospecting you just described. So either your pricing has to change or the sales model has to change. What's more likely to change? Um, most most likely, what's uh, is the pricing needs to increase. Um, I think right now, as any new startup, we've we decided to go with this pricing 
to focus on getting um, decent clients on there and running through. Um, it's going to grow and change the business. And that, that monthly fee is going to change as we turn on more features and we're providing uh, more services for people. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products, that's plural, forward slash valuations. Again, both plural, founderpath.com forward slash products, forward slash valuations. So Giancarlo, first customer less than 45 days ago, you got five today at 200 bucks a month, about $1,000 a month in revenue today. Is that accurate? That's right. And and talk to me more about the team. You mentioned your co-founders. Just you two right now. Right now, we are the we're the we're the two co-founders, but we have our develop our core development team that we have, which is uh, three people, and we have our uh, small BD team who are about four people, uh, a part of the BD team as well. Okay, so so nine people total full time. That's right. And how are you paying for those folks? Obviously, there's not enough revenue to do that. So who's covering the bill? Uh, so it's a combination of. Uh, some of them are um, equity-based. Uh, we did do a small raise with uh, N49P um, in Toronto, one of the investment uh, uh, groups. So we did. When was that? Uh, that was January that we announced it. And and how much did you raise there? Uh, uh, right there, we raised uh, three hundred fifty thousand US. Okay, great. And so that's funding the growth uh, to date. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Most in their pre-seed rounds are selling ten to twenty percent of their business. Were you sort of in that same range? Uh, no, we were less. Oh, you were less than you sold less than ten percent. Yeah. How did you negotiate that? That means you were getting a valuation above three million pre-revenue, basically. Well, because of some of the, the the numbers that we had booked, like the the contracts we had already booked on onto the system before bringing them in, and um and and don't forget too, like the contracts that we have, it's not about that monthly; it's about those other services. So, like the copper deal that we're bringing on board, the the services fee that we're charging them, not just the monthly. But the other fees of like the escrow and the other pieces like that, and the procurement fee that we're doing, that though that one deal is a 200k deal for us. I guess and I don't understand how all those other components work. So why even mess around with the 200 SaaS fee if the big opportunity is a 200k and other fees you're going to get? Well, because at the end of the day, you have to wait for these clients to actually do the deals on the platform, right? They could because they may not complete a deal. There's going to be a lot of times where. They have a lot. They tried to get a buyer on there. It didn't work out. And they moved to the next buyer, the next buyer. So, you know, there, there's a fee that we're char- we're trying to find a sweet spot for that fee that we're charging. So in between, while we're waiting for them to actually close a deal, because a deal, commodity deals, they don't happen in 24 hours, 48 hours, right? Even with our platform trying to help people speed things along and cut through a lot of the um, uh, stuff out there, cut through a lot of the fat and, and make things a lot faster and more efficient, you're still... Um, you, there's still that wait period, right? So, you know, you may not close a full deal in uh, f- until 10 business days or longer, right? But again, that that it all it all varies depending on what the industry is, which commodity. And so you need something monthly that you're charging to uh, to cover certain bills. Mm-hmm. 
but you understand the question, right? Two hundred thousand bucks in fees annually compared to a twenty four hundred dollar ACV SaaS contract seems way, way. It seems like it's a distraction, right? Yeah, it, I, I, I would say it's it's a it's a valid statement. But at the same time, I think right now, as we're growing, that might change. What 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 this might change? But right now, um, we well, want- if you don't actually believe that this copper that a commodity this metals business is going to put 200 grand worth of stuff through you it makes total sense while you're going the SaaS route right but then say that if that's what you believe like are you not sure that they're going to get this kind of project volume through the platform no we're 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 sure that each deal that comes in that the volume will be there that the volume will be there it's the time in between and as a growing company we have you know, we have the clients on there, but we're also waiting for those deals to close. And a lot of times that they're they're using our our tools just to test things out to see if that buyer's real or to test things out. You know, because of that, we want to charge them something for using our tools if they don't even put a deal through the platform. Mm-hmm. If they're just using it to do due diligence on somebody or just to do if they're just using it for those purposes and they're not actually posting a deal on our platform, we need to charge them something for using the system. Yeah. So in 2024, what do you think you're going to make more money from the SaaS fees and people that don't use your thing for other stuff or fees on closed deals and escrow accounts, things like that? We'll make more money on closed deals and escrow account and pay master services and fees with our ramp up and with with getting more of the uh, larger clients on there. Okay. Very good. On that note here, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Uh, oh, it was a business book. Oh, uh, I was going by Lord of the Flies as my favorite book. I didn't, re- <laughs> I didn't re- realize it was Lord a of the Flies. Lord of the Flies works. Number two, is yeah. there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, one of my favorite CEOs has always been Steve Jobs. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Trust Chain? Uh, one of the tools we're using right now, Growth Genius. Number four, how many hours of sleep to get every night? Six. And Giancarlo, what's your situation? Married, single kids? Uh, married, uh, two kids. Two kiddos. Okay. And how old are you? Uh, 42. I just turned 42. Congrats. Happy birthday. Thank you. All right. Last question here. Something you wish you knew back when you were 20. Uh, uh, when I was 20, um, to, um, uh, choose your, uh, to, uh, to not always work with friends and family. There you go, guys. Don't, don't always work with it. Sounds like there's a horror story. Is there a horror story you want to tell us about? No, no, I think I think it's just you know it's 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 good to meet new people um, and build relationships than always just stick with the same people that you always know. Guys, launched in 2021, Trust Chain helps people, especially in the world of personal protective equipment, understand who actually owns that pallet. Can I actually buy it from them? Or are they just sitting in the middle as a broker that doesn't actually have control of these assets? He's now applying that same logic to other industries that need it, like precious metals and commodities and things of that nature, an end-to-end solution. They've got five customers on the platform today paying 200 bucks a month, so a grand a month in SaaS fees, but he's more bullish on the other fees they're going to be able to help uh, get out of customers effectively when the customers use their platform for things like escrow. We'll see what happens. 350K raise at a valuation higher than 3.5 million to fund the growth to date, nine folks full-time on the team. Giancarlo, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you for the time. This is great. Thank you.